0: On the occasion of the 56th NHL season opener in Pittsburgh, how about that? A healthy, hearty reminder of what really matters around here. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates, where you found this. And if you're into football and or baseball, man, you really needed this. No, I'm not going to mix sports. I don't like to do that. Uh, Whenever I set focus on one topic, one team, I stay there. But let's not pretend that we're not the only city in all of North America where all of the teams wear the same colors And have the same first name. It is a Berg thing when it comes to the Penguin Steelers, and Pirates. And right now, only one of those three is going to be worth watching. And let's not forget why. There are platitudes galore to be had for the three championships that have been won in Sidney Patrick Crosby's tenure here. Not least of which should go to Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang, and now that they played in that game last night, that six to two win over the Coyotes, they are officially tied with those three notable New York Yankees: Mariano Rivera, Derek Jeter, and Jorge Posada, for the longest stretch ever for three teammates. Staying on the same roster. The Penguins are everything that everyone wishes the other two teams could be right now. No, I'm not going to pile on the Steelers. They're easy prey right now. They're one and four. And they're usually, at least in the discussion, for being competitive or contending. The Pirates, very, very, very different story. But here's Sid, still carrying the torch, still leading the way, and still making sure that none of us is surprised when anything goes well. This isn't necessarily the best example. The Coyotes are going to be just awful this season, especially defensively, but arguably just as bad in goal. There's a couple of talented kids up front, guys you'd love to have on your team like a Clayton Keller so forth, but nowhere near enough, nowhere near making you look at them the way you did maybe two, three years ago and saying, hey, here's a team that's on the rise. a bit." They, they, they just stink, okay? They stink. But the Penguins don't, and they never do, and they always contend. And yes, even though they've got that streak of four consecutive first-round playoff failures, and yes, although that's what matters to them the most, let alone the rest of us, They're still always there. They're always there. And they're going to be again this season, in large part because of the captain. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how one dollar can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. So what do you think of Sid last night? What do you think? you like the wheels? Did you like the movement? Did you like the fact that he was going just as hard in the third period as he was in the first? I mean, understanding that the score was going to make things a little bit different, especially once the Penguins got those fifth and sixth goals to pull away a little bit goal and two assists the goal was a pretty sweet finish of a tremendous pass by Jake Gensel backhand and blind from deep in the right corner Sid finished it went five hole with it very nicely couple of assists made the power play go generated a lot of other stuff helped those of us who want to believe that Ricard Raquel should stay on that line continue believing more than anything, it was just a good, fast start. Here's what Sid had to say on that subject last night. Uh, I think we are just playing on our toes, and first game of the year at home. I think guys were excited to get going, and could tell we had a lot of jumps. So, um, you know, sometimes you start like that, it doesn't always go in, and we had some good looks and buried them. And he was happy, too, uh, smiling, m- maybe looking and sounding a bit relieved, And I don't want to stretch that too far because I'll say it again. It was the Coyotes at the other end. But you also don't want to, how do I put this, wet the bed against an opponent like that in your season opener in front of your fans right after there were all these big contracts signed, most of which went to older players with whom SIDS played for a lot of years. These guys have a little bit of a chip about them. The older guys. We've heard it, and now maybe, maybe we're just starting to see it. Look at who got all of the goals. Sid and Gino found the back of the net. Latang with a couple of assists. Jake, Brian Rust, Kasperi Kapanen, Jason Zucker. All these guys that you, you actually want to see for a variety of reasons score early in the season maybe especially Kapanen and they went and they got it done right off the bat that tells me they were ready mentally including for the inferior opponent they knew they couldn't take their foot off the gas and they didn't even when the Coyotes scored a couple to make it 4-2 the Penguins kept coming kept adding on and put the game away much bigger test obviously coming tomorrow night against the Kings, who are a team that's legitimately on the rise as well as having their own older core. But for now, this was really, this was just solid, okay? This was encouraging. I'm going to reiterate probably a million times over the course of the coming winter that I'd love to see Mike Sullivan find a way to manage the time usage of Sid, Gino, Latang, Jeff Carter, Jeff Petrie, and make sure that they're at their very best in the games that matter the very most, maybe that'll just come through practice or whatever. But for right now, I'll take this. This was a nice result to get going, and I'll bet everyone in this city, especially those who follow all three teams, will take this result. And what more is to come? It's going to be a good hockey team. Been saying it all week. There it was right in front of your eyes. When we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Dina, who asks, as this Penguins team is set up now, what's the one area you think needs more depth to make sure this team doesn't have the late season fade that this team tends to have? Well, Dina, let me start with this. I'd like to correct you, uh, at least as it relates to my opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean you're wrong. But my opinion about the late season fades, and I hear this a lot, is that they haven't really existed. You know, I I have to go back to the pandemic year, the series against the Canadians. uh, Whenever the Canadians were the 20th seed, remember, in the extremely unusual tournament format and Carey Price came in and knocked the Penguins out. Well, the Penguins weren't all that great in that series. Uh, Overall, I'm not just talking about the goaltending, although Matt Murray wasn't awesome either. But since then, really, what are we looking at? I loved the late season push the Penguins showed heading into that follow-up series with the Islanders. Remember that? The one in which Tristan Chari just Completely lost it and then ended up passing the puck up the middle to Josh Bailey and all that. That was not an issue of a late season fade. And in fact, if you go back to the regular season that led into that, Dina, you're going to recall that that team was actually very, very, very sharp heading into that playoff round. We thought that was going to be the year that they'd push through. Jeff Carter was on absolute fire, carried that into the playoffs. One of the older guys. And then this past season, it was a lot of the same. The Penguins had had kind of a a January slash February set of blahs. But by the time March had come around, they were playing really, really well. And what ended up happening at the end, as they got closer to the playoffs, they lost their goaltenders. Jari got hurt, and then Casey DeSmith gets hurt in the triple overtime game one against the Rangers, and and that's that. And the Penguins dominated New York through the better part of those seven games. One game, I thought, was an exception to that. The other six, the Penguins dominated those in every capacity except the most important one, which is goaltending, which they really couldn't control at that stage. So is that a fade? You see what I'm saying here? I think before you start looking to address a problem, you got to make sure that the problem exists. And I don't believe that this one has existed. Doesn't mean it won't, doesn't mean it can't. As I just mentioned in the previous segment, again, I'd really like to see a systematic approach toward resting the Penguins' key older players. Maybe that can be done in a way that's a little more under the hood so it doesn't look like whoa the penguins are scratching sidney crosby's a healthy scratch in seattle because they played the night before in vancouver and what about the injustice to the fans of who cares about the fans in seattle they're the pittsburgh penguins he's the pittsburgh penguins captain He's got exactly one obligation. The team has exactly one obligation, and that's to Pittsburgh. But they're not going to do that, so maybe there are different ways. Maybe there's a discussion internally where Mike Sullivan and his staff, and maybe even in conjunction with Sid, say, listen, we don't want you hitting 20 minutes in any given game. Last year, they were pretty good about that. Sid's average ice time was right around 19, and that's where it needs to be again. Maybe tell him, urge him, order him to skip the occasional practice. Tell Gino that it won't be something that violates the tenets of hockey if he skips a morning skate. He's one of those guys who loves taking even the optionals. Work with them. Talk to them. Explain to them what's needed to win the Stanley Cup. No talking about first rounds, no talking about avoiding late season fades that don't exist or anything like that. Build this up so that it's a team that has a chance in April to be at its best. That's what matters. That's absolutely what matters the most for this edition of the penguins. I appreciate the question. I really appreciate having an actual hockey game to talk about after several months of not having meaningful material. As mentioned, it's Penguins versus Kings tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena. I'll be over there covering that for DK Pittsburgh Sports and then the team heads up to Montreal. We will have another program Monday morning.